This is The Structuring Podcast. Good everyone, Terry Wall here and this is episode 46 of The Structuring Podcast. Today I just want to talk a little bit about trusts and the claiming of expenses. And I want to mention a few areas where people misunderstand or are confused. First off, a trust is not a separate legal entity, but for tax purposes, it's a separate taxpayer. So if Homer sets up a company as trustee of a trust, it'll be the company that enters into all contracts as the trustee. But for tax purposes, the trust is considered a separate taxpayer. So the rules for trusts are generally the same as the rules for individual taxpayers. For an expense to be deductible, it has to be connected to the production of income. And that means where a trust owns a property that is not being rented out, it can't claim the expenses in relation to that property, such as interest rates, insurance, etc., So there must be income for the deductions to be claimed. The other issue is people often use their own personal money as deposit for a property purchase by a company as trustee for a trust or even an individual as trustee for a trust. When that happens, the interest on the individual's loan can't be deductible and that's because it doesn't relate to the individual's income and it doesn't relate to the income of the trust. For example, let's say Homer set up a company as trustee and the company borrowed 400000 from the bank to buy a $500,000 property. Homer would have to chip in roughly 125000 for the deposit and the stamp duty. But because Homer is not the one that owns the asset, Homer cannot claim the interest on that loan. And I see a lot of people who are actually doing this mistakenly. So to get around that little issue, the ATO accepts that Homer can on-lend, borrow and on-lend that money to the trust. But to be able to claim the interest, the interest on the loan has to be the same or more than what Homer pays the bank. And if this is done correctly, it'll be the trust that incurs the interest. Homer also incurs interest, but he's reimbursed or paid an income for the lending from the trust. So that cancels out the interest expense that he obtains. So Homer's net deduction from that will be basically zero, and it'll be the trust that gets the deduction for the interest on the whole 500000 in in this example. The other issue that people confuse is depreciation. If a trust holds a property, an investment property, the individual cannot claim anything. So depreciation goes with the property and it'll be the trust that claims that, the building works and the plant and equipment. If there is a a loss, that is if the expenses are more than the income, the trust is going to have negative income. And where that occurs, it cannot be used to offset the income of the individual. So if the trust set up by Homer had, say, negative $2,000 income, he cannot use any of that income to offset his personal tax because they're different taxpayers. So that can be a disadvantage because had Homer owned the property himself, he might save, say, $600 in tax that year, whereas the trust will save no tax if it's got no other income and that loss will roll forward to the following year. So they are a couple of the tax issues that people get confused about with trusts. There's probably many more, but they're the main ones that I come across day to day. 
All right, as usual, don't rely on this. Go and see a solicitor and or a tax agent. And until next week, bye for now. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.